0: So grab a coffee, relax and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the 15 Minute Freelancer podcast. Today I'm very excited to be speaking to Mark Granger who is a fellow freelance copywriter at Blossom Tree Copy. And Mark and I are in the same mastermind. And a while back, Mark mentioned that he'd been thinking about changing his business name. So I thought, aha, this would be a really good conversation to have on the podcast, because I know it's something that a lot of freelancers will wonder about when they're starting out. So... Hi, Mark. Welcome. Hi, Louise.
1: Thanks for having me. So,
0: yeah, I think this is a really big question that most, if not all, freelancers have when they're first starting out. What should you call your business? And it can be one of these decisions that you get really stuck on and it feels like the success of your entire business is hanging on it. And I know that since you went through this process recently, I thought it would be really helpful if we could have a chat about how you thought about that, what your decision process was like. Hopefully hearing about how you considered it will give some food for thought to anyone who is currently trying to think about what to call their business? When
1: I started out freelancing in 2015, I went by my own name. So I was just Mark Ridge, a copywriter. Part of that was because I'd already started getting work in um, too quickly to sort of have time to think about it. So I was just like, well, you know, it's me. I'm, I'm just trying to be me. I'm not trying to be anything bigger. I'll just use my own name. And I kind of found... After a little while, that's because I hadn't gone all in on it on like sort of the website and branding. I don't think people maybe took me as seriously because I was just this sole bloke who went in and had a chat. It felt like I wasn't being offered the budgets because of Mm -hmm. the fact I was using my own name and I was very much just an individual. So when the time came to go limited, I decided that was a good time to shake things up a bit and create an actual bit of branding and a name. That's why I changed to Blossom Tree Copy Agency. Mm-hmm. So you're right, it does take a lot of thought, and I've kind of bounced around with these creators. And it was important to find something that felt mm-hmm. natural to me, because I think there's so many places, especially in marketing, who have this system where you've got a wheel of animals and a wheel of colours and you spin them and whatever they land on is what you call your business name. Yeah. So you end, up, you, know, you end up with like the purple alpaca marketing <laughs> company. It's a nonsense and it's not what I wanted at all. For me, it was something very personal. You know, I've been asked before why blossom tree. And uh, The fact is, is that in my parents' back garden, there's a blossom tree and it grew in front of my bedroom window. And it's something that's always reminded me of home, especially since my mother died a few years back. And I was looking at it and thinking, well, that's something that means something to me, but it also has connotations around growth and renewal. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is very important when it comes to sort of brand refreshes and web refreshers. So it just sort of made sense to pick something that had a meaning, had value to me, that I could then project into a strong brand.
0: Yeah, that's a really lovely reason to come up with your name and a nice memorial to your mum as well.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's something that I'd carry with me even if it wasn't the name of my business. Mm -hmm. I went on for that for a few years and it kind of felt a little bit like a lie because I wasn't an agency. And I think when I set it up, I had this idea that I was going to potentially offer more services. And I just sort of never materialised. I kind of kept on just doing the work that I was good at. We are having a chat um, just over Twitter with the, with one of the groups of copywriters I'm with. And it was, I think it was Andre Spiteri who said about, you know, not bullshitting people about who you are. And it kind of hit a nerve. So I decided to drop the agency side of it. And the way I look at it now is just like it's having a stage name, essentially. <laughs> It's still me. I just operate under that name and I'm trying to align it more with my personality. So I don't have a separate business Twitter account that's in use anyway. Everything's got my name and then Blossom Tree Copy.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think one of my pet peeves is seeing people refer to themselves as we on their website when you know it's just them. And I think when you're the face of your business, it's you that people are hiring, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So to me, I don't think it's a downside to be upfront about the fact that it's just you. And and it, yeah, it's actually a bit misleading sometimes if you pretend that you're something that you're not. I think if you were planning to become an agency or you were kind of leaving some room for growth, that's maybe different.
1: I'm very focused on not growing into being an agency and having office space. I'm very much a lifestyle business um, and I like it that way.
0: Yeah. So did you think about any other options or did that feel like quite a natural process?
1: No, I mean, I I've played around with a few other things, but I honestly couldn't remember what they are now. When I landed on the idea of Blossom Tree, it clicked and made so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of the uh, the fact it meant something to me, and the fact it had those good connotations around marketing.
0: I imagine if you're speaking to clients about where the name come from, and they hear that story, then you come across as a really genuine, authentic person as well. I
1: think so. It's it's almost that sort of storytelling element that's that's so important yeah. as well to be able to have something that that means anything in the the world sometimes but to also show how there's sort of other levels behind it and plus I mean the other side of it was it gave me a really good focal point to be able to instruct a designer for visual brand I've got um, all the the imagery for social media I've also got small tree pin badges and that you know I give out networking events when they actually happen
0: Mm -hmm. so this was part of a bigger rebrand then yes this
1: was when I went from just being mark ranger copywriting services to wanting to have a limited company with a about brand Mm
0: -hmm. and what role does the new name or the slightly adjusted new name play in how you think about marketing yourself now you
1: mentioned the royal way before and that that was something i was doing as an agency over the last few months i've decided that i want to be known as blossom tree copy but also still as myself so it it feels less like a front they did before when I was calling myself an agency that that seemed like having a big cardboard office space in front of me with just me and a typewriter behind it (laughs) Uh, whereas now I'm I'm trying to say use it as a sort of stage name so I am Blossom Tree Copy Blossom Tree Copy is me there's nobody else involved Mm -hmm. and through the likes of LinkedIn and Twitter I'm not keeping it separate when it was classed as an agency by name only I'd have a separate Twitter account and a separate Instagram account in some ways I'm sort of fundamentally lazy that I can't bring myself to separate things that much but in others I want to be known as myself and the business so you you get a sense of who I am and not just a hi I'm a business accountant have you heard about the latest marketing tips Mm -hmm. you you know you get my actual opinion and my actual thought processes
0: yes I thought about that as well obviously neither of us now use our own names as business names for me I think that decision was kind of led by the fact that I wanted to focus on a particular niche so I was quite keen to choose something that was vaguely health orientated (laughs) because I do health copywriting And uh, unlike you, I did have a a long, 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 long list of every possible formulation of health copywriter, health copywriting, all this sort of thing to try and come up with a name. And a lot of them were taken. It is quite tricky to come up with something. You want it to be memorable. You want it to be easy for people to spell and to type. Maybe if you have the word copy in it, that's going to give you some SEO advantages as well.
1: Yes, it it helps with search doesn't it as
0: well. But I suppose that there are also advantages to using your own names. So even though neither of us have gone with that, maybe it's helpful for others if we kind of touch on what some of the pros would be. So is there anything about using your personal name that you think actually might give you an advantage?
1: I mean, it definitely helps for recognition, especially when there is actual physical networking. I think if you're using your own name, it can help if you're dealing with more traditional clients that aren't sort of in the creative space, because they will then have you in their internal Rolodex, they'll be able to just pull your name and go, that's the guy who does that, yeah. as opposed to having to think what the company name was that they might not necessarily remember and especially maybe if, if you're starting out if you're brand new then it doesn't hurt for people to know your name people associate that yeah. work with you and just it keeps it simple
0: yes especially if you are in a field where you're getting most of your clients through social media where like you say you tend to use your own name mm-hmm. and i think the other advantage is it means you can change what you do more easily so yeah. if you're a designer it might make sense to use the word designs in your name but in a few years time not to start doing copy or pr or podcasting or whatever it is and that name would the word design and it might not work. So using your personal name would be a bit more flexible. But that said, like you were saying earlier, if you have the brand name, that might give you room to grow in a different sense. In terms of if you were going to become an agency or have more employees, or you're going to grow it to a level that you might sell it in future, and you needed a bit more space between you, the individual, and you, the business, yeah. then that might be something to consider as well.
1: I have no regrets about using my own name for a few years first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it helped me figure out what I want to be. What I want to do how I want to do it. So I would I would always recommend it as a first step because it sort of helps you to get going and then look around and see what you want to be and take inspiration from elsewhere. So you know people might look at my business name or your business name and go, well, that's why they're doing it. And you know i want to do that in future yeah and it, it works out nicely just to be able to have that space to do the work and research it you know say so i got made redundant and that's why i started out freelance and i can't imagine now taking you know a month two months to pull together a load of brand materials and <laughs> create a name and get a designer on board so that's another benefit is that it just allows you to hit the ground running
0: yeah well the nice thing is that either option works doesn't it we know of many many examples of both where it works really well yeah definitely you were business so you can choose whatever your name you want and you can always change it in future as you've shown
1: (laughs) yeah i think i'm settled now i'm I'm learning to embrace myself and how i speak
0: so have you got any kind of high level tips for anyone who's trying to come up with a name right now i I
1: think it has to feel honest and it has to be unique to a degree i think puns are great for the right people for the right business if that's if that's your personality type i would try to avoid anything that's sort of cliched and that's been done a million times and come up with some Something that feels real to you, that will make people remember you.
0: Yeah, and crucially, that you can get the URL for. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. Something that you don't have to add a load of words onto your URL to make it.
0: So you mentioned branding earlier. I did an episode on personal branding a few weeks mm. back, and the name that you operate under is obviously a huge part of your brand. So how do you think about personal branding more broadly?
1: I've I've gone on a bit of a journey over the last couple of years of trying to bring my personality into business more even the first three or four years of business I've been trying to be dressed up and trying to present myself in a certain I'm a young professional type way Mm -hmm. and now I just want to be myself that bit more it's a big part of the work I do I I bring a creative element to my work and I want people to employ me based on not only my work but also on how I interact with them and how personable I am Mm -hmm. so I think to do that I have to bring my personality forward a bit which is another reason to drop the agency wording in terms of how I present myself online as I've narrowed my focus down in terms of accounts it's purely myself it's more focused on what I would post anyway regardless of business yeah I had a brand photo shoot done and for me it was very important to select like the right clothing it sounds a bit strange but I wanted clothing that was sort of smart but soft and matched the brand colours that I've got because, you know, I'm a fairly comfortable, relaxed, easily approachable person and I had to come across. So I was never going to wear a three-piece suit. It was always going to be the smart casual because that's who I am and that's how I'm comfortable.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think that's true throughout your whole business. You know, if you feel comfortable with what you're doing, then it's much easier to show up as yourself on calls with clients. And also, I really like this idea of bringing in some, creativity and and playfulness as well to your business because if you're not enjoying it then what's the point <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly for me if I have to be too buttoned up to deal with somebody then they're not the people I want to deal with mm-hmm. I want to deal with people who are enthusiastic who are light-hearted who have the same similar sort of approach to life and like you said before it's my business I run it how I want to run it mm-hmm. and the work you get from me comes from who I am so you have to sort of accept that
0: yeah just to wrap up then have you got any more exciting plans on
1: the horizon uh, <laughs> i'm going to continue paying my
0: mortgage
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just cracking on i'm shifting my focus slightly in the work i do not entirely 100 percent sure how i'm doing it but that that's the plan really is to be even more creative with the clients that i take on the, that approach of being myself i want to whittling down some of the types of work that i take on yeah it's very easy to get caught in the trap of like i'll take anything because money's being thrown at me where in actuality i want to do the stuff that makes me happier that makes me more comfortable And it makes me want to show up at work a bit more every day.
0: Yeah. And sometimes that means saying no to things as well, which can feel a bit scary. It does.
1: That's the next stage of personal growth.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's exciting. Well, it's an iterative process, isn't it? It is. (laughs) So thank you so much for your time today, Mark. I'm sure that's been really helpful for people who are maybe pondering they need a brand name or use their personal name.
1: Fingers crossed. If anybody has any extra questions, I'm always available to chat on Twitter. Just give us a shout.
0: Thank you. We'll put your information in the show notes so people can find you. And of course, if anyone wants help figuring out a name, I'm sure they can always hire Mark to help. That's very true,
1: yes. Reasonable rates.
0: So if people want to connect with you and follow what you're up to, is Twitter the best place to find you?
1: So I'd say Twitter and LinkedIn.
0: And if people want to have a sneak peek at your logo and your branding on your website, what's the address? Uh, It's
1: actually just blossomtreecopy.co.uk.
0: Great. Okay, thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Louise. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks. And until next time, happy freelancing.